Geordie chat with Coops and Tim. Games at home and away. Story stats and history links. About football in Australia. Welcome to Kick to Kick. We are backwards and coming forwards. And it is a special day here because we have Charlie back in the co-host seat. Oh, that's nice to be, to be called special. It's very nice to be back. Charlie, you've been gone for a long time. Now I assume you've got all the answers while. for us. <laughs> yeah, no. All, all the answers I asked you at the end of each podcast that we did while you were away? I unfortunately do not, Timmy. What do you mean? You listen to us on every trip <laughs> of course. around Europe, so where are all my answers? <laughs> I, d- I don't have it for you. I don't think you listened. <laughs> I, d- I didn't. I didn't. So let me catch you up on eight weeks. Eight weeks? Please. Eight weeks of football. Demons are on and off. They're doing all right. Um, the Suns fired their coach. Um, Damien Harvick was over there in Europe with you. Yes, I caught up with him. I was trying to find out the inside word. (laughs) That's why I went, actually. I thought so, yeah. Yeah. It was a fact-finding mission. So we talked about maybe the Suns will be in the finals by the time you get back, but they they are mathematically eliminated now. Unfortunately. (laughs) Uh, Carlton are good now. I think you left and they were bad. Yes, I did. uh, As I was leaving, there was a lot of chat about getting rid of Vossi. Yeah, no, he seems to have quieted and right down. Yeah, no, Bombers beat them and then he's still here. Um... What else? Cats are faltering. Swans are back in back in vogue. Yeah, doggies are inconsistent. It's uh, it feels like most people are inconsistent, and most teams can still make finals to, mathematically. Yeah, there's, a few, there's a few who so, are out now. Yeah, yes, round twenty two. Um, I feel like I should have stayed away because the D's played pretty well in the in the second half of the time I was wins. away, yeah. and then I came back and watched us lose to Carlton. So that's yeah, we'll fun. Yeah, that. we will. Um, now there have been more people attending AFL matches this year. Then the entire 2022 season, including finals. Wow. And next week, they will pass the all-time record from 2019. That's amazing. Yeah, big crowds. Um, now, we are down to one player to have kicked goals in every possible game this season. Charlie Kerno is the one remaining player. Okay. Aaron Norton didn't get one on the weekend. Oh, all right. Hawks shut him out. He he was he only had three games to go. And Can he, he keep it going? It. Can he make it to the end? Kerno? Yeah, you'd think so. I'm sure he can. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's... Go right back to Friday night. There you arrive back from Europe. Yes, let's let's talk about this game, Collingwood versus Geelong. Because geez, it was tight. Mm. Um, it was. So a few things from this game: the sixth, sixth time this season a team's lost with a score of hundred points or more. The record for this is nineteen eighty two, when it happened fifty seven times. Really? When when a team scored hundred points and lost. 57 times. High scoring season. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Cameron has moved into the top 40 for career goals. Mm hmm. Um, I think he's got 578, or I can't remember how many kicked in the end, but he's up there now, 40. Number 40, he's he's batting batting down the door. Uh, Grind Myers is on the list. He has equaled Jason Ackermanis' record of 39 goal assists in a season. Okay. A few games to go. Um, and obviously, we know this is since they started taking this record. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. All the records I've got here, Ack is the, the uh, longest to go in 2004. So yeah. They're all more recent ones. Than that, yeah. So, Grind Myers, two more games to go. He should pass that record. Yeah. Benchmark. Um, also, I like that the game, the Pies were celebrating their three remaining premiership players from 1953, uh, celebrating the 70th anniversary of that win against Geelong. Uh, those were Theral Merritt, Terry Waits, and Arthur Gooch. Nice. They're at the game in their wheelchairs to support the, the black and white. That's great. They've always been, they're very good at um, celebrating their history. The pies, Cold, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it is rich. Mm-hmm. It certainly is. Uh, so yeah, um, I think. Well, I know from from 
the outside not being able to watch any footy after the last week and was it the week before as well? I thought Collingwood might have. Well, they lost two in a row before. Yeah, might have yeah. might have been on the way out, but <coughs> well, it that's looks the thing. Like I mean, steadied a bit. And I think it's my fault. Oh, you think you? I think it's it? my fault. So it got to a point in the first quarter, and the part the Cats were about twenty-two points up, twenty-four points up. I'm like. Right, this is great. Pie's going to lose. Let me start looking up the uh, the history of Collie Wobbles. We can talk about that on Monday. <laughs> and then, as soon as I pasted it in, then Jeremy Howe kicked the goal at the end of the first quarter. I'm like, oh, crap. And so I deleted it, but the damage was done. You did. You had already Sorry. put the moz on it. Oh, God. The Pies do always match up well against the Cats. Yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah. So, yeah, interesting. Uh, so that takes us to Saturday's game. And the first game there was North Melbourne versus Essendon. And I was there. Um, so I'll get to that in a minute. You, actually. Were you a little bit white knuckled there? No, and I'll, I'll explain that in a minute. Okay. Um, so it was Ben Cunnington's uh, last game as a VFL AFL player. Here's some people who've been involved in here, both his first game in 2010 and his last game this season Todd Goldstein, Jack Zebel as players, Brad Scott, and Alistair Clarkson as coaches. Oh, wow. So Brad Scott was his coach in 2010, Alistair Clarkson coached against him. Now, Alistair Clarkson's his coach, and Brad Scott coached against him. That is so weird. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. Um, Now, I got to go to this game because I explained last week to Nick, who who took your seat. Um, I got invited to go because it was a friend of mine, um, Adam Coote, bound around by his 400th game. Yes, yep. So I got to go and sit in the uh, Medallion Club and enjoy some beverages and food fantastic uh, then I got a seat in the uh, second level to watch the game yeah which I was a little bit like I wasn't as stressed about the game because I was I was relaxed and I was in the <laughs> atmosphere yep, yep. Um, Ben Brown and Andrew Swallow weren't far from me as well oh really Interesting. Ben Brown was there but the afternoon before his game yeah he he, I assume he would have had to be at the Melbourne game Maybe you, would, you would have thought not, so. Not yeah, 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 yeah. He was there with his family watching, obviously watching Ben Cunnington in his last game. Yeah. Um, so after the game, after the Bombers won, which we did very... We, we won. We probably should have won by more. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't ever feel like North were going to snatch it for okay. the way West Coast had the week before. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, look, things were looking okay. Uh, but I got to go down into the rooms after the game. Oh, cool. So I went down... So underneath Marvel Stadium and then walked kind of through the yeah around the, the passages underneath yep. and then we went into the the umpires section. Awesome. And we got to we got to saw a presentation and he got a ball and some special beers handed to him and then we actually kind of we all went out up the race towards the ground and they took some photos on the ground and I just sat on the bench where the players usually sit. That's very cool. Until we got told off by security. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That was quite cool. I, I enjoyed that experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My kids did Being out on the ground. Yeah. yeah, that's very cool. Oh, the other, other, only other note I've got here is it was a 400th career game as a player or coach for Brad Scott. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I would have thought there would have been, he would have been involved in more than that by now. Mm. No? No, because no. he had a few years off. Yes. In between coaching North Melbourne, well, in between his playing career and coaching and North coaching, Melbourne, yeah, then coaching and North Melbourne and Essendon. Yeah, yeah. That's very true. Uh, so then we had the uh, Swannies versus Gold Coast. Yeah, well, the Gold Coast had a pretty good record at the SCG. Hadn't lost there since 2019. Mm-hmm. They have now, though. They lost there. Yeah. Um, West Coast, oh, sorry. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Suns kind of took control in the first half, but Sydney reeled them in and managed to win. Um, Errol Goulden, who was my fantasy captain, just didn't do enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been sadly eliminated. <laughs> By a coach who we uh, we had sitting in your chair <laughs> a couple uh, of weeks well, ago. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, the Suns, Suns couldn't get the job done in the end. Yeah. Uh, Swans were just too good as they marched towards maybe an unlikely September birth. Finals. Yeah, exactly. Um, Paddy McCartan also announced his retirement today, yeah. uh, which I think is probably for the best. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm impressed that he came back and he got to play in a grand final with his brother last year, so that was pretty big. Yeah. Um, but probably the, the wise move is to, to, to make, retire yeah, yeah, for, absolutely. for your own safety. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think anyone will begrudge him that at all. No, there's a lot of time, there's a lot of life to live after footy and you want to make Absolutely. sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then we had uh, Brizzy versus Adelaide yeah, up at the Gabba. Gabba. The same time as the uh, Matildas were playing. Yes. And they got a pretty decent crowd there for, a, you know, in a city where a bigger sporting event was happening. Yeah. They still got 30,000 people there, which is very impressive for well, I mean, fans. It could have been um, the 30,000 that couldn't get tickets because the, the Matilda's game was completely oh, sold out. Right, of course. But, so. but no, it was good. Yeah, well, those very good. Those Absolutely. Who got along? Um, six point win to the Lions. Uh, Joe Danaher taking one of the game saving marks. Harris Andrew kicked only his second goal in five seasons. Oh, really? Yeah. So you know if he's kicking goals. The, uh, the lines are going all right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then uh, we had Saturday night at the G, we had Carlton versus Melbourne. And you were there. I was there. Jet lag and all. Jet lag and all. I thought it would be the best way to try and get back into sync. And geez, didn't what? the final finish of the Matildas game and then the finish of the D's uh, game uh, get the adrenaline pumping well, and get me awake? You, what was it like being there Like when this other sporting event was happening? Oh, it was, it was great. It was such a cool atmosphere because... Obviously, it was packed. Like the G was pretty full. I think there were sixty-eight thousand there, so it was a good yeah. crowd. But no one was watching the first quarter. Well, no, it, was, it all so many people were in the in the bar, and yeah. like even people were standing outside the the um the cafes, the restaurant, like with where, where they've got the screens facing out, just watching the Matildas. Yeah. Um, the atmosphere in the bars watching the Matildas was fantastic. Yeah, I can imagine. It was really, really good. Especially with those penalties. Yeah. Oh, it was such, it was so such you were a at the cool bar thing. Uh, yeah. Well, that was yeah. all happening. Because it must have been so weird for the players to be playing this game and then for this, these random cheers to go yeah, up. Yeah, that, yeah completely that would, separately. That would not relate to their game at all. And like, and the first quarter of the game was actually really... like It was it was a hard contest of the, yeah. of the game, but it was very low scoring. So they yeah. would have been hearing all these cheers that had absolutely yeah. nothing to do with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, it, then I think the penalty went through at like quarter time or like around that time. It so. was, I think it was, um, it could have even been a little bit later than that. No, no, you're right. It was about quarter time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone came out for the second quarter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was, no, it was a very, it was very cool. So eight wins in a row for Carlton. That's, it's huge. Last, Their pressure was immense. Like yeah. it was, it was. So last yeah. time they did that was 2000 and the year 2000 actually. They won quite a few in a row. Yep. Um, and now they have a very good record against sides sitting in the top two of the ladder. So, uh, actually, let me re- reread this. Wins against sides sitting in the top two of the ladder. They've done it three times in the last 29 days. Previously, it happened three times in the last 4,025 days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. they're on a roll. They, I mean, they, beat, they beat Port, they've beaten Collingwood, they've, they've beaten, beaten the Yeah. Yeah, um, and excluding twenty twenty matches, this is the first time that six the score of sixty has been a winning score since the two thousand nine prelim final between the Dogs and the Saints. Yeah, wow. Not often a winning score. 60. No, no. It um, it was pretty slippery out there, but um, and it wasn't like it was uh they were inaccurate either. To us, it was just very low scoring. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, look, it really, it should have been the other way around because uh, the ball wasn't touched on the line, Timmy. Huh. Christian Petrarca kicked a goal. Interesting. <laughs> well, look, you know I don't like Carlton and I, I would love for Carlton to have lost in almost in exactly the same way they did last last year to, to Melbourne. But the, the goal umpire was right there. So I feel like his judgment has to be taken into consideration. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And like his instinct was it was touched. And then the video just it didn't, it didn't seem conclusive. There's no definitive evidence either way. So you have to revert to the umpire's decision. That the, And this is the... I mean, this is the problem, right? Like, surely there's, eno- there's enough decisions now being made where it's, it's umpire's call yeah. that the system needs to be better doesn't it? Like, they, sh- they should be able to make a definitive decision no matter what. How? By... Electrodes on the ball that can sense if it's been touched? Well, no, but, like, th- by having a better camera on the line, like a like a, a proper, you know, um, like high-speed camera or something where, you, where the, you've got more frames per second. Like, mm. you look at it and you can... You watch You're trying it. to look for the, the hands going back. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you could, you could. If we can, if we've got cameras that you can see a hummingbird, you know, yeah. f- flap its wings in slow motion. Surely we That's can true. get cameras That's that true. are better than the ones we've got. Um, yeah. If you go into the third umpire, you the, you shouldn't yeah. be having yeah. Because you know, ten years ago, if the umpire made they call. What's the point? Like there's no absolutely there's no scoreboard review because yeah. it doesn't exist. Yeah. My my thing was. I think both both decisions were the easier call to make. Yeah. Do you know, like the umpire, if he wasn't sure, it's easier to say it was touched yes. than call it a goal yeah. and then let it go upstairs. Yeah. And then for the up, upstairs, it's easier to say... Inconclusive. Inconclusive. Yeah. Did you lose your mind? No, I actually was, I was... I was reasonably calm about it for... The reason that I, I'm being facetious, yeah. they played better. They deserved to win. It, yeah. it was a, it would have, we would have snatched it if yeah. we'd won. Yeah. Um, so it was there. Were, we had a, we had a couple of a couple of opportunities to take it. Salem should have taken a couple of extra steps and kicked the yeah, goal. Yeah, a few, a few rushed decisions there. Um, so yeah, and we and we let them get away with three quick goals at the start of the quarter. So no, they des- they deserved the win. Listen to how relaxed just... you are after being in Europe. <laughs> It was frustrating, but it Charlie was a good... Charlie from like two months ago would have cracked the absolute shits. <laughs> it, was a good, it was a good game. Okay. It was a really good game. And look, the way Carlton are playing, they deserve to be in the finals. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, if they... It's dangerous. They're, they're now playing like the team they should've. should have been yeah. the whole year. Well, if they'd got their act together, they should be top four. Yeah. And if Port had a loss, there would have been a chance they could sneak into the top four, but they can't now. They can't now? Top four's locked in. Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's good now it's just just a matter of who we end up playing mm. yeah um, so then let's go over to the derby uh, so which... the Eagles kicked the first two then the Dockers went on a 17 goal run <laughs> the Eagles oh. not kicking a goal again until the last quarter god uh, so West Coast have now equaled GWS for the most 100 point losses in a season which is five which they did in 2012 and 2013 I can't believe they've only lost by 105 times. Two games to go as well. Uh, the third time in their history, they lost by 101 points. 
Richmond and St Kilda have also lost by 101 points three times. Oh, God. Melbourne only once. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, the It is not the biggest margin in a derby, though. That was 117 points when the Eagles beat the Dockers in round 6-2000. Well, that's good. At least they've still, they're still holding that record. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we've got Lockie Schultz taking home his second Glendening Allen medal. And today we had Nick Natanui retiring. Yes. Didn't even play this season. No. It's a bit of a fizzle the way he's retired. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Should the Demons have picked him up instead of Jack Watts? Well, it's you know sliding doors, isn't would it? They, what, would they he have got gone? No, exactly. Would he have, have got, got the and would he have stayed? Probably not. That was the whole reason we didn't pick him up, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so then we move on to Sunday, and uh, we had the Hawks and the Doggies down at Utah's, and the Hawks, they're little the giant killers at the moment. They are they're doing enough out of their skin. Um, Jack McRae's streak of 20 or more disposals a game has come to an end after 70 games. 70? 17 in a row. It's the all-time record since records were kept. So now the current leaderboard sees Caleb Sarong on 49. Yeah, wow. That's not far behind that. No. He could get that next season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, The Hawks are unbelievable. Yep. Just weathering the storm. They beat the Pies last week. They're figuring out how to get it done, aren't they? Bloody annoying. Yeah. I've seen them win too many flags. It's not fair for them to bounce back this quickly. No, they're no. supposed to take their time down the bottom. Yeah. Um, and then St Kilda Richmond. So Richmond, uh, Richmond are done with. They are, yeah. So they can't make the finals now. Um, and still, the curse of the Marvel Stadium. Yeah. Eight, eight times in a row. Their last eight games, they have not won at Marvel since... Since Hardly Timmy came told. out. And, yeah. yeah. He didn't like it. Uh, we've got Max King as well with six goals equaling his best ever haul. Yeah. So dominant there, and you know, unlike a Ross Lyon coach side to have a dominant goal kicker. So Isn't it? Interesting. Uh, and then we have Port Adelaide and GWS to finish yep. off the round. You see Port's jumper they were wearing? I didn't, no. Retro round. It was like their old white kind of lightning strike. Oh, I love that one. Like really 90s retro. It was quite cool. And um, we've got a score at Garmy as well, finally. We haven't had one for a few weeks. Oh, really? 136 to 85? Never happened. Okay. <laughs> Never happened. And we've been uh, lacking Scorigamis recently. So I'm glad we got one. Um, so I just want to quickly take a look at the Coleman. We have Charlie Kerno leading by five over Taylor Walker, 70 to 65. Yep. It's going to come be interesting because in the last round, Adelaide played West Coast. Okay. Oh, okay. Tex kicked 10 against them last time. So, so he Kurnow, just needs to stay in touch. So who have the Blues got in the next two weeks? The Blues have GWS, I believe, this week. Yep. And then... Uh, and they got Gold Coast this week. And, then and GWS, GWS the sorry. Week. So Gold Coast, Gold. he should have a day out, but GWS will be hard because they got a good defence. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting end for the Coleman. And then who... And Tigers have North and then West Coast. The Tigers. Okay. Sorry, who are we talking... We're talking about... Um, oh, Adelaide, Adelaide. sorry. Um, Adelaide... Well, we'll get to them soon. Adelaide have Sydney then yeah. in the tie, so he's going he's to struggle there. Sydney so. and West Coast. Um, okay. Coles goals? Yep. I can't remember who was leading last time you were here, but we now have uh, I think Adelaide. it could have been uh, Geelong. Yeah, well, Adelaide's now they're leading 292 goals. Brisbane made up a bit of ground by beating them this week, so they're on 288, so four behind. Okay. And Port Adelaide won the round, 21 goals, 10, 136. Yep. Uh, looking at the ladder, Richmond, Fremantle, and Gold Coast are now out of the finals race. They cannot mathematically make it. I couldn't make the ladder predictor work and get them in. <laughs> too far behind. But it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. So anyone from anyone from Adelaide up can still make it. Are you saying? What position are they in? Twelfth. Yep. Yep. If you look at the points, there's two games. 
there's only yeah, so there's, they, they they could finish up the sixth Adelaide. God, isn't that crazy? It's gonna be an interesting last round. It's gonna be very interesting. It'll be fun for us supporters. Doing yeah, doing all that little yeah, the maths on it. There'll be lots of people what being very interested in what the results of other games yeah. in that final round. So round twenty three, the second last round, Charlie. What do we got to look forward to? What do we have to look forward to? Let me tell you, we have uh, on Friday night we have Collingwood Brisbane. Ooh, so that's very the interesting. Classic rivalry going back hundreds of years, over one hundred and thirty years. <laughs> first, um, first, second. Yep. Collingwood, so Will Hoskin Elliott playing his 200th game. Yep. Brisbane trying to battle their MCG hoodoo there. Yes. So I, I strongly back Collingwood, even though they're missing uh, Darcy Moore as well as, as Nick Dacos. So there's some big outs, but yep. they proved against Geelong they don't need those two players. Which is terrifying, isn't it? Um, yeah. Um, yep, I think Collingwood, yeah. You'd think Collingwood should have them there. Yeah. Uh, then Saturday, our first game is Richmond versus North at the G. And you'd think if Andrew McWalter can't win this, then that's like he won't get the coaching job. No. No. Like he's got to finish the season strong and prove that he's kind of got the players to... To do, yeah. To do that. To do the thing. Uh, then we have, yep, Carlton, Carlton Gold Coast. Um which is the second time they would have played. Like, if, if they can win this, they'll have beaten Gold Coast twice in this nine-game... In, in what in their streak. Nine-game winning streak, but... Yeah, um, wow. Port Adelaide also beat Essendon twice in their winning streak, so it's not unheard of. No, no. Uh, then we have the Giants versus the Dons, Timmy. Ten, yes. Ninth versus tenth. This is another very important game. Bombers win this, we give ourselves a chance at finals. Yeah. I think I'd prefer to lose, to be honest. And just say because you I, can't do it. Well, we played Collingwood in the last round and I'd hate for Collingwood supporters to be able to go, ha-ha, we beat you in the last round and kept you out of finals. Mm, yeah, I'd yeah. prefer for us to have that. To, to go out early. earlier? Yeah. Um, you know my feelings on us making the finals. I do, I do. And they're still the same, obviously. Yeah. I'm sure they would have changed for a minute there in the middle of the year mm. when you guys were looking pretty bloody good. No, because we, we were winning the way we... Sorry, we were losing the way I wanted us to lose. Yeah, that's right. Like close losses. Uh, then we have St Kilda Geelong. So that's very interesting. That's, yeah, St Kilda just hanging in there, aren't they? So if Geelong, they, I think they've been in the top eight all year. Yeah, but they just haven't. They've never looked super, super convincing because no. they. There's been times where they've lost quite badly, haven't there? So Geelong really need to win this to keep them themselves alive. Yeah. Um. And they, the Geelong seem to be favourites coming into this, which is very interesting. Well, it's not in not at Marvel, is it? It's in, sorry, it is at Marvel. Sorry, it's not in Cardinia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then we have Adelaide versus Sydney. Yeah, another um, important game. Yeah, Both they teams, all are, aren't yeah. they? But everyone fighting for that for those spots. Um, the Doggies versus West Coast, so they obviously really need to win that, and they should. And look, West Coast. Yeah, it should be an easy win, but West Coast bouncing back after their hundred point losses yeah. have, have been better. They haven't lost yeah. by as much. But uh, that's at that's at Marvel, so you'd think the doggies could can do that. Then we have on uh, the, sorry again on Sunday we have Melbourne versus Hawthorne. Um, that's a bit of a worry considering how Hawthorne have been playing. And they generally man up pretty well against you as yeah. well. Like they worry you. Yes. So I wouldn't be confident in that. No, nope, no, nope, I'm not. I'm not. You'd, they'd want to come out firing. They'd want to have a good win. That's for sure. Yeah. And then and uh, it's uh, Max Gorn's two hundredth game as well. Great, great. Seems like he's been around a lot longer. He than has, he's but three knee, three knee Ricos yeah, really slows you down. We'll do that. Yeah. Um, and then Frio Port Adelaide to finish the round. Yeah. So that could be, I mean, you, that could be really interesting because 
Port seem a bit shaky, don't they? Well, until they beat the Giants yesterday, I would have said yeah. Yeah. But they, that was their first win in all, quite a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting. There's still a, a lot of movement. Like, as you said, sort of the top, the top four is locked in the way it is. Basically, I mean, we can. I mean, Carlton could jump us if they win the last two and we lose the last two. Can they? I don't think they can. There's uh, yeah. There's only six points between us because they had that oh, draw early okay. in the season. They could still make top four because yeah. How, how big would a Carlton Collingwood final be? <sighs> I really hope it doesn't happen. Nah. Um, Who would you prefer to play in the finals as a demon supporter? So, uh, it's really interesting. Port I Adelaide think in Melbourne or. Oh, I'd say the Lions, but they beat you at the G last year. I know, year. I know. Look, my feeling my feeling is that we are going to finish either third or fourth. I don't think we can... I, depending on what the... Like, I don't, well, Brisbane do play Collingwood this week, though. That's true. That Someone is true. Support, so and our percentage to... is really strong, so we could... If we play... Yeah. Who do you play in the final round? We play Sydney and Sydney. Oh, and they might have to win that to make finals as well. It's exciting. It's getting exciting. And but yeah, so and there's, there's, it's still so open, isn't it? So it's yeah. Every everyone needs to win. Yeah. it's great. It's yeah. really no, it keeps is. it really interesting. This is the best end to a season we've had in a while, isn't Jeez, it? Like yeah, two, usually, was it twenty nineteen where the Lions had to win by a certain amount to make finals? Yeah, there's then, there's still a, usually by this stage a little bit open as to can you make top four or blah blah blah. Yeah. But there's not really. It's kind of like we've almost got the well, eight locked if in. Carlton can still make top four. That make that keeps that open. Yeah. Yeah. And puts the pressure on the Ds, definitely. It definitely does. Um, right, well, just before we finish up, then, Charlie, just wanted to shout out to Murph, Big Red. Yes. Um, he filled in your chair one day as well. Legendary. Um, he played, he plays in the other 35s down in Peninsula. Played on Brendan Favola yesterday and, and beat him convincingly. Really? Well, at least, at least uh, beat him in a few contests and got named among the best. So. Oh, fantastic. Well done, Murph. That's great to hear. Yeah. Um, and we will, uh, song of the week, I thought we'd uh, shout out to Darcy Moore who injured himself. This song was called The All Bionic Footballer, which is about his dad. Oh, nice. Written by Mike Brady. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Timmy, it's great to be back. Oh, have your catchphrase. I haven't ended on this catchphrase. Oh, really? It's fantastic to be back, and I can't wait to talk about uh, round 23 next week. You came back just in the right time. This is, it all heats up. Perfect. Well, until then, hooroo! He can run a hundred and even time He can jump his own great height Just two steps and he thumps the ball And he kicks it out of sight He can leap up like a stallion As fast as a running deer He can turn like a man whose half his size He's a big man without fear He's the all-bionic footballer The blueprint of the man when they build them in the future, they'll build them to Peter's plan. There have been big guys in the days gone by, but now those days are past. Peter's governed by the goals they built the sport to last. A big, big man will be a good little man when the game is getting hot. But a great big man will be any man here. The bloody lost. He's the all-bionic footballer, the blueprint of the man. When they build them in the future, they'll build them the Peter's plan. There have been big guys in the days gone by, but now those days are past. Peter's got them by the goals, they've got the sports last.
know a little secret that's a part of Peter's drive. He's got himself a medal and he's coming on fire. He's the old bionic footballer, the blueprint of the man. When they build them in the future, they'll build them to Peter's plan. There have been big guys in the days gone by, but now those days are past. Peter's got them by the goals, they don't just don't to last. He's the old bionic footballer, the blueprint of the man. When they build them in the future, they'll build the Peter's plan. There have been big guys in the days gone by, but now those days are past. More is done by the goals, they don't just don't to last. Thanks for listening to the Kick to Kick podcast present Backward in Coming Forward. You can find all our old episodes wherever you get your good podcasts. If you want to get in contact with us, our email address is kicktokickpodcast at gmail.com. On social media, we have Twitter at kicktokickpod or on Facebook. Or you can find us on Instagram at backwards and coming forward. For a full list of our resources and what we use on this show, go to our website, which is kicktokick.podbean.com. Thanks very much for listening. <laughs>